Greetings from the Prison Industrial Complex. You are listening to the Notes from the Pen podcast, and I am the drunken captain of this wayward ghost ship, Captain Freddy Schnertz. Listen, this is episode 50, but we're going to call it episode fake 50, or fake episode 50. We have episode 50, which we kind of thought was a big deal, so we wanted to lay out a decent one. We have that one in the can, and we're ready to publish it. However, I can't get a hold of our favorite convict due to new phone. I guess according to St. Producer, there is now more phone restrictions than there ever has been, so it's difficult for Bobby to get on the phone. So I haven't been able to find out exactly or nail down what we're going to do with the real episode 50. It's um, it's already done. It's just some logistics that we gotta we got to figure out. So in this coming episode, there's not really an introduction, so that's why you got me here. And it's kind of like the LOP Chronicles, where I just find some useful stuff and mash it together, and Mama C makes it sound good. Uh, So we're going to start with uh, a phone call with me in a kayak, and Bobby tells uh, a fun anecdote about his youth. And then I throw in a conversation that's just with me and Joe, uh, it's not it's not super entertaining, but it's more informational, just to show you how screwed up in pizza, corn, and lettuce the prison system is. And I kind of start to develop a fat tongue during that phone call, so that's fun, too. There's some other stuff in there. And then at the very end, I include uh, the last two minutes of our very first ever Zoom meeting with the viewers. And that went out... That worked out okay, but uh, the ending, uh, I guess, should have been predictable. If you feel you have been victimized or extorted by this prisoner, please contact customer service at 855-466. All subject matter in the preceding podcast is entirely alleged and not admissible in a court of law. A recklessly minimal effort has been taken to change the names and details of any guilty parties. And just in case you rat bastards get any ideas, the hosts of this podcast are notorious and well-documented liars with no legally admissible credibility. This is Mama C, and you're listening to Notes from the Pin Podcast. Welcome to prison, bitch. Hey, man, what's up? What are you doing? I'm uh, in the kayak surrounded by porpoises. They're uh-huh. fired up and uh-huh. feeding. Quiet, the... the- the more reserved nature, Jeremy, uh, nature voice, Jeremy. Hold on, I don't even have you on speaker. I can't really hear you. Say what? I said it's the more reserved nature voiced, Jeremy. Uh, yeah, the um, the very popular poor pie to the lore pie. I have no idea what the. Uh, the <laughs> that's it. That's right. The yeah, I wasn't sure like what your deal was like if you were going back to slang fucking uh, yeast around. No, I get Friday. I get Friday off, but we need to record something. There, for whatever the I came out because uh, doing a water quality check because I heard the water sucks. It does. It's complete algae bloom. It's uh, it it bro. I, if I put my foot in the water to my ankle, I can't see my bright white foot. Yeah, terrible. And it's not. I love how it's like you're like. Like, that's your job. Like, you heard. So you're like, I had to come out here. <laughs> yeah. 
Here's how. Well, really, I saw some signs of a fish kill yesterday in the Indian, and since the banana got hammered by the fish kill in uh, I think 2015, uh, you know, I'm like, oh shit, I got to go see what the banana looks like. If the Indian's starting to show signs, but no, no, uh, no fish kill. It's funny that there's I haven't seen one pelican. There is very few wading birds, very few, just some white ibises. But uh, you can't see through the fucking water. So what's you know, what you know a pelican can't hunt? Yeah. Well, you're watching the death of the planet slowly. Enjoy. Yeah, me and the porpoise, and they they seem to be having a porpoise. Still porpoise. Yeah. <laughs> Did he lord by? If you think dolphins aren't going to be called the lord by from now on, the the interesting part is, you know how uh, dolphins uh, feed with their like sonar location, so they don't they don't have to necessarily see their prey; they can just uh, sense it, and um, they don't seem to be bothered by zero visibility whatsoever. I've seen one. Uh, way up shallow into the mangroves and pulled out a uh, mangrove snapper and then like swims by me sticks its whole face out of the water to be like like a labrador trying to get me to now chase it with the ball you know like look what i got don't you wish you had this i'm like no did it lord pie i don't you know like (laughs) i want i want you to eat but uh i don't you know and it's, I've never seen him eat a mangrove snapper before, so I thought it was kind of interesting. Not that I don't think they do. It's just uh, usually see him eat mullet. I thought it was a big deal when I seen him hunting snook one time on the West Coast. But, you know, when when uh, when they're getting real shallow, I don't know if this is something you've seen before, but I, I would think you had to have. Because it even happens out in, like, the middle of the Indian when you're driving by a causeway. They get all fired up, and they go into, like— Which one's the southern, more southern river? Indian River, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the banana ends at Dragon Point. Remember where the dragons used to be? Right on, right on Banana River. Like yeah. Like Patrick Air Force Base. Yeah, I can see Patrick. It's uh, right across the river from me. I'm on the tropical trail side. Mm-hmm. So, you you know, when they get, like, all fired up and they start chasing a fish, and then the fish goes one way, and then, like, they, like, put the brakes on and, like, flap their tail to distract the fish to make it go the other way, and then they'll buzz a quick circle around it, releasing bubbles the whole time. So the, the fish is in like a curtain of bubbles. And then the, the porpoise just like launches into its own little room. It made, you know, of bubbles where the, the port, I don't want to say the poor, but the poor little mullet is like, I don't know what to do. I'm scared of bubbles. And the por- and the porpoise is like, Wow. And it's a bunch of splashing and kicking and whole, flopping. Oh, like a dance playoffs where I knew what it was, but we, I'd see him in the banana river. I believe. Oh, I'm sure. I'm, that's where I'm at right now. I, I bet I've seen a dozen, probably more than a dozen. I, I, the, I, I paddled I, across the Indian River on a surfboard. It took a lot longer than you would think it would. Oh, dude, trust me. Paddling a surfboard across long stretches of water when you don't surf anymore takes. So you're like, I forgot I had these m- muscles in my neck and in my shoulders and in my, like, whoa, push-ups didn't prepare me for this. <laughs> me and Tilson went right off like Malabar. Like right where Malabar dead ends in the US one right there, just took boards and was like, Fuck it, let's we didn't even have a ride back. So we could pop out on beachside and we're like, All right, we're not we thought we were gonna paddle back and we're like, We're not paddling back, we're gonna walk until we figure a ride out. <laughs> like this is that was too it took a long I wanna say it took like two hours or so. It took like a long fucking time. 
Oh yeah, I bet. I'm probably at one of the wider spots in the in the banana, and I'm just a little bit north of probably where you live. Like uh, right across from me would be more like Cocoa Beach, uh, and to the south, about five miles, I could see the big hangar that the big um, what are they C one thirties? Yeah, the the big cargo gray ones uh-huh. uh, live in on Patrick. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they live there, but you oh, see no. him, you see him come in sometimes. You're like, how does that thing even fly? Cause you know, like the, is like Patrick had like the one, um, runway right by A1A, almost parallel to it. Like mm-hmm. when you driving by, you could see it. I was north of that. I was in North housing. That's like central housing right there. So I was like north of that. Was, yeah. But I feel like I'm a good bit north of even that. Okay. Like there was a strip club right up there on the left, like Tootsie's or some weird shit up there back in the day. Uh, Tootsie's was on, on, in Satellite, almost at the corner of Pineda and US One, but I don't know wh- how you would think that's on the left. Maybe you're thinking the inner room. There was one up there because we used to walk, like we walked up there once and. We're so stupid. We were like nine or ten with my friend Robert Howard. We wore it. And I'm throwing, like, I'm throwing such heavy finger quotes, I'm about to break my index. Disguises. Which, unless the disguise was of a full-grown man, I don't see what the point was. But we wore, like, disguises. I think so when we ran out after we caught a couple glimpses of some boobs. um, And they found us. They would have a description of us and something different that we were wearing. But I was so like con- like I was like so committed to the disguise that I remember we brought marshmallows and I put it in my cheeks to, like puff my cheeks out. So when they were looking for uh, a blonde, uh, two white trash blonde kids and the Asian kid dressed a certain way, <laughs> they would ignore the two white trash blonde kids and Asian kids dressed slightly different. <laughs> right, right. But, uh, With a thinner face. <laughs> yeah. Um, we didn't realize that strip clubs had like that barrier room in there, so we didn't make it all the way in. Oh no, shit, huh? <laughs> where the guy, where the guy. But you gotta uh, give us credit for trying. We were like nine years old. We're like, we're gonna go in there and see some real boobs. What's up? Yeah, and we're gonna. You know what our disguise is? We're gonna we're gonna look like gentlemen because it's a gentleman's club. <laughs> yeah, I got I got a monocule. <laughs> we did wear like uh, jackets and like, <laughs> and so the. I don't know. I should write about that at some point. That was funny. We had this whole big plan. Much funner planning the whole thing than any, like, boobies we would have seen. We would have just giggled and ran away scared anyway. So, yeah. Well, hell, at that age, you might have oh, got yeah. hungry. <laughs> good one. That's a good one. That's nice. Yeah. Started tucking my phone. <clears throat> so, um... <laughs> So what's the, yeah, I didn't realize what was going on. Um, I woke up a little late today. I woke up at like nine. Had to get do some things and they come out and make some calls. All the trip to fans. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you remember how I was telling you, mom, I talked to mom and she's like, do we need to try to get you out of that joint a little sooner? And I'm like, rather than later, I'm like, they're not moving anyone unless I like, stab someone or something. And uh, she's like, well, I'm kind of worried about you boozing and relaxing to, like, worry about me, like, delving back off into, like, I'm like, I'm fine. I'm like, I don't, 
I can't lie to myself anymore, so I don't lie to myself. So trust me, I'm not. There's nothing to do about. But um, I was like, she's like, when you were talking about psilocybin, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna do mushrooms when I get out. And I was like, and I'm gonna smoke weed when I get out. They don't even test for that shit on parole anymore. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not gonna be like a stoner all day, okay? But like, I'm right brain. I'm like, I do creative shit. I'm gonna smoke weed when I get out. And I'm like, I'm going to drink occasionally, too. I'm not, I don't buy into that shit that, like, a healthy person can do that stuff without, like, like without it ruining their lives. And if you could become a healthy fucking person, which for some people, they're born more healthy in that sense, and we'll have to work on it. Yeah, I think for me, like, once I quit drinking, I can't, it's going to be, like, one of those things where I'm like, nope, never doing that again. Just because I, I know how I am with, like... Yeah oxys or other things like uh, i know i'm built for Ooh, i remember that made me feel good okay i want a ton of it <laughs> yeah well i still have that impulse i just don't you know what i mean like they're definitely around here it'd be real easy for me to live my life like that if that was like a thing that i was willing to do again you know what i mean and uh i don't I don't know, whatever. But, well, rational me, rational me would be like, oh no, you could totally uh, eat some perks. They're just perks, and you can sniff a thirty. Who cares? It's just a little thirty. But I know that I once I allow myself to do that, then I'll be like, oh, fuck, I'm hungover. You know, one week later, let me call this guy so I don't feel bad. Yeah. You know, just like totally yeah. make an excuse. Absolutely. To, now, now that thing, like those, like opiates, like that. I'm not going to do, I'm not going to fuck with those. I'm not, those are just why I even play a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not going to play with those like that, but I'm, but the idea that I'll, I'll never, I if I smoke weed, I'm going to become a junkie again. is like stupid. I've disproved that in here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I got more info from Joe. Um, we were waiting on you to call back. You, you kind of hung up abruptly the other day. I don't know what happened, how we got cut off. So I was like, well, fuck, I don't know. But I guess, I hope he calls back. Joe calls back. You cut off. You were like fully breaking up right now. I yeah. You were, you were breaking up a second ago. So I, I, I am, I am in a kind of a bad spot. I'm running out of cell um, area, but I'm headed back South. So I should get better, not worse. But, uh, uh, Rob is negative and uncle Ron is negative. Uh, <clears throat> but, uh, Rob. Oh, Rob. Uh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Big Rob. No, no. Big Rob ain't there no more. Oh, then I don't know who Joey was talking about when he said Rob. Pink Rob. Yeah. Oh, pink Rob. Yeah. Okay. The, the conservative, <laughs> the Trump supporting GD. Are bulls, uh, I guess they're not religious or secular. Look it up. Uh, well, go ahead. So he doesn't have it. Uncle Ron doesn't have it. That's because <clears> Uncle <throat> Ron don't have it. But uh, Joey and um, Neck. and Neck do have it. But I, I don't think Neck is any is too bad off. In fact, Neck is standing right there, waiting for you to call in so Joey can hand over the phone. And I'm like, well, shit, I, I want to meet Nick, too. I'd like to uh, rap with him, maybe, but, but may, you know, why waste it? Bobby should be calling any minute, and, you know, like, the phone, uh, you know, ends up out of time. And I'm like, I don't know, man, call me back in 
whatever. And then I don't even know if he did or not. But he says it's real hard to get on the phones in there. So uh, him and uh, him and Dwayne ride the phone and just hand it back and forth to each other. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good. There, all right. I'm sure. We were like, um... oh yeah, I was gonna tell you something. You remember how uh, I was talking about Sean Spicer? Uh, the other day, I don't remember who Sean yeah, Spicer was. He he used to be the press secretary. Oh yeah, yeah, Spice Boy, yeah. But you, yeah. But you remember what what how it looked like? You have one minute remaining. Well, I was using the reference about Sean Spicer. Uh, did it have anything to do with being the? Uh, no, I don't. Other than being press secretary, uh, the analog, the analog, the analog. The analogy code, code, the analog uh, to um. T-H. Yeah, okay, yeah, I got you. Oh, oh, that analog. Yeah, yeah, Spice Boy. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. So, like, uh, God damn it, I'm gonna, what time is it right now? You, you gotta... 10.26. Oh, yeah, I can't even call back. I can't even recall the fucking 23-year-old. Um, well, fuck it. Uh, what do you want me to hit you up as soon as, uh, do you get out of lunch? Like, yeah. As I can? Yeah, that's cool. All right. And uh, you, what do you want to do today? You want to do Jeremy's fan? Thank you for using GTL. All right. Well, we probably got a couple minutes before they kick me off this fucking phone. I figured, uh, what do, you got any ideas for later? Uh, I really wasn't in the mood to do um, my family. The one we just released... There's there's a porpoise right in front of me playing fuck around. If it gets any closer, I'm going to lean the phone over so you can hear it go. I, I think I can get close enough for you to hear it, but we'll see. Um, yeah, I, Well, since we've played fuck around with Key West stories and, you know, uh, yeah. old war stories about how fun drugs are, I kind of feel like we need to go to something serious, um, something uh, – either mental health or prison reform or something like that. All right. I'll figure it out. Yes. Come up with something though. I mean, I don't, well, I'll try to think so. I gotta go. All right. Cool. All right. Prepaid call. Juice. What's up, youngster? (laughs) What's going on? Hey, uh, me and Bobby, I don't think uh, Bobby's going to be calling. I think you missed your window. He, uh, okay. Him and I um, uh, recorded earlier, and um, I don't know, it was about an hour ago. And, then, you know, usually he don't call me back after that. Yeah, I was trying to uh, get in. It's hard. It's, these phones are so hard to get on in here in the ceiling. So there's just, I try to get on between two and three, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, this motherfucker called me at like twelve oh nine, or something. Like they oh, broke, they, yeah, they broke his rock early for uh, for lunch, and uh, yeah, so he got out extra early, and then you know was like oh, maybe twelve thirteen or something. I'm like, God damn, all right, cool, all right, trying to nap over here, motherfucker. All right, right. <laughs> Everything good though. Yeah, we're straight. What's up? What's going on up there with the Corona Express? 
everyone has it now. There's no, uh, oh, we went from, uh, six positive units to now we got seven positive units and there's only one negative unit. Oh, it's no longer six and two, it's seven and one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> should, you know, they shouldn't even have moved no one, you know what I mean? Right, well, yeah. It's crazy. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, I, I mean, these ambulances are coming in here like clockwork, but out to me it wasn't that bad. I mean, I feel like I'm a hundred percent. I guess some guys, I don't, I'm a hundred right now. Some guys that are dying, I guess are zero. Right? I don't know. Well, it affects everybody differently, like uh, blood type or all sorts of. Uh, we don't even know all the uh, reasons why, but but uh, it certainly helps that you're you're, you're young. But is, there any... is, it say, is it safe to say I have no underlying health issues? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Dr. Germ, Dr. Worm. Yeah. Dr. Worm diagnoses you with uh, no underlying health issues. If, um, you know, if you got the road and you're like, yeah, I got the sniffles for a couple of days. Big deal. <laughs> right. right. My, my legs hurt for a couple of days, too, but it ain't shit. Your legs? I really wasn't nothing. I, I, uh, Chino, Chino remembers one time. Uh, I was, we were in the cube together and shit. I was so sick. I don't know what the fuck I caught. It was the worst cold I've caught in my life. You know what I'm saying? It just put me down for like five days, like right. to a point, to a point where I'm just like, I just had the trash can there and I was coughing and I just spit into the trash can. Like guys, leave it. I'll get it later. That's how bad that was. But shit ain't it really wasn't nothing to tell you the truth. I mean the uh the length of it was, I guess. So it took a, a week or whatever? Yeah, it was like it was, it was probably like ten days. And then I, I actually felt a little I, I felt a little like fatigue yesterday and shit. So I laid down, took a nap. I don't really take naps, you know what I mean? So but I had to, you know what I mean? I was tired as hell. I don't usually take naps either, but uh, I was trying to doze off when uh, fuck-ass uh, Bobby called. Uh, I went kayaking and got a little too stoned. So when I got home, I was like, oh, let me read a little out of this book, and uh, maybe I'll take a little snooze here on the couch. And, uh, right, right. you know, fucking phone goes off. That old fucking Chino call, man. Yeah, old, uh, extra excited, old Reddy Betty. He's, uh, he's fired up. Here, I, next right here, I was, uh, he's, he's been trying, we've been trying together to get on the phone between two and, uh, three and shit, but it's tough work here. I guess I'm, out, I'm almost at the point where I'm about to start ripping these phones out the wall and Oh, Bobby says you would hate the uh, computer setup over there, and you would throw a tantrum, and uh, and 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 likely catch some days. There's like no way you're not gonna do something stupid over there. Yeah, I definitely uh, throw little tantrums sometimes. <laughs> I don't even know why. Yeah, well, he says uh, there's like uh, only like four computers, but then now they're like down to one or something. Where you can plug your uh, your tablet in, player in, yeah, yeah, and it's all fucked up. And there'll be some some dumb nerd who uh, doesn't know that, so he's like 
typing out love letters and, uh, you know, takes them all of 15 minutes or whatever it is that you, whatever. I guess it's a problem. Use the other one. You're like, use the other one. They should just have one. All they need to do is probably put a sign up saying this one's for if you got to plug up. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can probably probably do that in all the other ones. You know what I'm saying? That would make too much sense, though. Yeah. These guys don't make much sense. There's no, uh, there's no, uh, what do you call it, uh, not respect, but, uh, logic? Yeah, courtesy or logic in here, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Man, why would there be? I just waited three hours to get on the phone, so. <laughs> Damn. They're going to be mad as hell. Oh, feel free to call me back. Yeah, then I'll be. Yeah. I got to call a couple other people too, so I got to call my kids and shit. I, oh yeah, well if we call them next. Do whatever you got to do. But uh, here's you guys were definitely first on the list. Nice. Oh uh, well, yeah. Sorry to disappoint you, but uh, El Chino ain't gonna be around. He's uh, well, we don't. Well, you know, fuck him anyway. That's right. Yeah. As long as I'm talking to the worm, everything's all good. Yeah, since I'm your teammate and Chino's the enemy. Right. Yeah, doesn't he? Isn't he Blaze's teammate or something? His fuck boy. His fuck boy. (laughs) (laughs) Look, it's definitely getting a little crazy in here. It's like a powder keg right now. So there might be a day where I can't even. You guys about to tear this bitch up in here? I think. You you alluded to that earlier. Yeah, I can tell, man. I can see it. You just know you can just feel it in the air. You know what I mean? Do they take away the weight pit? Are you guys all uh, like on uh, oh, lockdown? No basketball. What? What basketball? So are you allowed to play spades? Yeah, yeah, we could do that. Everything. It's all uh, day room action. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay, because at uh, at Parnell, you're not allowed to play spades or domino. Straight up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They make an announcement. I'm sure people still do, but they make an announcement. Well, they, when they try to get out some, the guys, the guys are just—they don't even give a fuck. They're just walking around with bags of spud juice. You know what I mean? The police don't even care. You know? They're just, oh wow! They're just trying to go home and shit. Complete opposite of far now. Ken Rasta is a lot better. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they don't really give a fuck, man. Hey, Bobby and I were discussing how we're gonna, how you guys are gonna feel, like when you go see the parole board, and like you're waiting, like you go talk to them for your like twenty minute interview, and then like you're waiting for like two weeks to find out what happens. Is that is that gonna be a crazier feeling and give you more anxiety because you're gonna be like, fuck, I don't know, I'm still waiting on the results, I don't know. You know, kind of like an AIDS test where you'll start overthinking it and you're like, well, fuck, do I get that condom broke the one time and, oh, I banged her raw dog and I did, you know, like, <laughs> you start thinking too much. I, it's like, I'm so, I mean, I'm not that far away. I'm like five years from there, but I can tell you the truth. I think we're going to be surprised. I think we're going to be going home before we thought we were going to go home because of all this shit. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, 
and I don't, they're not really holding guys up there, you know what I'm saying? As far as, like, catching another case, I mean, like what I did, but if you don't catch another case, I don't think you really got a chance. Or, I mean, and obviously not just some dumb shit, like right before you go see them. Like, you don't want to catch a bunch of tickets before you go see them. But if you're, if you're kind of culture, I think they're just going to let you go, you know what I mean? Bobby thinks that Bobby thinks that there's a uh, a bigger motive, uh, like due to capacity. So if they're at like seventy uh, percent capacity, they're going to be like, no, uh, make sure these motherfuckers only get paroled out if they're seven, only the top twenty five percent. So the you know only only your C students and better, uh, and anybody under that, fuck them. But if they're loaded to the hilt and they got to start getting rid of people, they'll be like, okay, we'll take 20, we'll get rid of 75% of your parolees. Which it, yeah, which when you look at that, how's that right? You know what I mean? That's not right. <laughs> oh, no, fuck no. Oh, of course not. Uh, I, yeah, I, I could see that, though, too, because you got to put it into the business, too, first and foremost. Like I always say, we're just human cattle. That's all we are. You know what I mean? They ship us around. We just sit in here. Yeah, and that's what's so worrisome and so fucked up. And no rehabilitation, no, no nothing. Uh, just uh, hey, right if you stay in here, if we have human cattle in here, we get paid for it. So let's do this. Right. Yeah, if you're getting paid, if if you get paid, I I, I forgot what it was. It was somewhere like fifty or something. Or it, they say it costs, which I don't see how. They say it costs like forty something thousand, forty fifty thousand for each of us to be in here. Which we eat like shit. We don't have. We got the cable. We got the bunk, clothes. I don't see how that's. And they give. They make. We get our clothes changed every six months to a year. You know what I'm saying? So I don't see how it's. You know. Well, yeah, I think I've read similar shit to that. It. Uh, and I think it costs more to put a kid through elementary school. No, it costs more. It costs more. We spend more on inmates than we do on kids in elementary school. And I think. Right. I thought uh, that one year. Shit, I don't remember. I thought it was like forty-four. Um, but yeah. I don't know if I was seeing federal or Michigan stuff. I don't remember now. But you're you're thinking, yeah, give me forty four grand and I can go live somewhere. I'll be I won't be doing great, but I'll you know I'll I'll make it. I ain't gonna be hungry. Right. There's no you know there's no way that that's what it costs for us to get here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. you know, I would I wouldn't be surprised if it was twenty thousand. You know what I'm saying? I I could see that maybe. You know what I mean? But, right. Like you eat beans. And have and if you don't, if you're gonna buy something from store, they charge you five dollars for a one dollar item like ramen noodles. Oh, I'm sorry, it costs you guys uh, what, like three sixty for a ramen? Right. Is that a five pack? Yeah, ramen. Uh, ramen, or they cost it for one. It's like thirty five cents for one noodle. Right, and we get five. We get five for a dollar, so they're twenty cents for us. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Which ain't I guess whatever, but there's it's just I don't know. There's it's a little off set. I think I think they're uh I think they're making a lot off of this shit. That's why I'm. 
especially like you got to think too they got privatized prisons too that they definitely make money you know what i mean depending on how much they uh they get money like you remember like in school count day where they counted all the students and they get a certain amount of money yeah well i don't really remember that but i know that happens it's like a census yeah, that's how the privatized prisons are. They they get money depending on how many people they have. Yeah. yeah, but the state prisons like you're at uh, have to beg for federal money, and in order to have federal money, they have to uh, follow federal guidelines. So that's just as fucked up because the federal guidelines are. And Joe Biden, you know, is kind of was the. One minute remaining. The the dude that championed this, and it was uh, you know what it is. It's uh, truth and sentencing. If you if you do truth and sentencing, we'll give you federal money. Right. And it, hey, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and now you got a tail instead of a. It's all fucked up. And I got a thirty-year tail because I sold weed. That's now illegal. It's legal to do so. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little uh, it's a little off-putting, but the old hand I was dealt, man. We got to just play it out, see how that works out, man. I think we all got lawsuits that are in this in here during this Corona time for uh, in, in, in the cube settings and shit like that. Uh, that wouldn't surprise me. You should, because they're not following CDC guidelines and shit. This thing's about to hang up. Um, I'm gonna call tomorrow. Uh, uh, don't call tomorrow. Call Sunday. Call Sunday. Sunday. I'll call. Thank you for using GTL. Well, that's one of the things we bond on. It's like how we both got like, you know, dads ain't around anymore, and uh, we have like a similar relationship with moms, and we just put them through hell, huh, Joe? Yeah, bad. And it's still ongoing. Yeah, but they love us. Prison. They love us unconditional. Unconditionally, oh, oh, hurricane. They're both the same. Today, and they'll just—you can just call upon them, and they'll tear some shit up for you. That's when. That's when we use remember, the hurricane moniker. Remember, remember when the toilets, them. our toilets were just fucked up in there. Oh, and we unleashed both hurricanes on them. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't tell them about that story, man. I just clog it up every time. <laughs> oh, I fucking want to beat your ass. That was in the good cell, wasn't it? That was in the big one. Yeah, that no. was the dog cell. That was the, those were in the dog cell. Oh, the dog cell had a cage, right? They had to take our these big steel lockers that are normally on the ground, like foot locker size, but they're made of steel, and they're standing up so the door opens like a fridge. And they had to unbolt them to the wall up high so they could put in this dog cage, which is like... To fit underneath it. I don't... Yeah, yeah, but it's like black steel, like the X's, and like a big heavy door and shit. And uh, we called us, that was like the story when uh, we used to call people in there, and there was a Sereno that locked down there, Miklo, like down on, down our way, who who once, when I had to shit, because our toilet was fucked up, I'd go down there and go, hey, Miklo, because you're not supposed to be in other people's cell. I'd, I'd go down there, he was down the very last one on the right. I'm not, Miklo, what's up? I need to, I need your toilet, but I got to take a shit. He's like, all right. And I'm like, he's like, the door's unlocked. I come in, I'm like, yeah, you're going to fucking leave or what? And he's like, 
nah. He just rolls over towards the wall, and I'm like, all right. And I don't put a sheet up or anything. I just shit, I just shit in his house. And because he doesn't want to get up, I just left it. I left it in the toilet. Come back. So that, that, say he's missing a tooth. He's like half white, half Mexican. Uh, funny looking motherfucker, missing tooth of Cerveno, been shot before and, you know, living wild. Like, he's from Joe's Way out in Grand Rapids. So he would always cartoon be beefed. He would always be beefed out with Joe for whatever reason. He's always mad at Joe. <laughs> uh, so he'd like call Joe out and Joe would be like, what's up? Come in here. I'll fold you up like a pretzel. That's what excuse is ever. You're like, anyone got any salt I can put on the ground? I need to salt this. I like my pretzel salted. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he pulls Miklo in there, and it's in no time. Joe has him in a hucklebuck. Now, Joe, this isn't no braggy shit, but Joe, Joe's oh. never got me wrestling. Joe can wrestle, but he's never got me. So he really shows out with someone like Miko who he can he takes like anything out. <laughs> so Miko comes in there. Joe has him in a hucklebuck in no time. What's a hucklebuck? He's got him just in a bad spot. You know what I mean? Oh, Joe's okay. just having to play with him. Dominance, you know? He swings the door the kid the, the he's it's so easy for him. He swings the, the cage open to the dog thing. Oh that's right. That's when he gets bit. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I'm gonna put him in here. Hey, Chino, watch this. I'm like standing at the door, and he's trying to put him in there. And I'm like, oh, he's gonna get that motherfucker in there, which is hard to get a human being in this like small little door. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then Joe just starts yelling, ah, he's biting me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Miklo jumps up with a smile on his face and runs out of the cell. Joe's like, you piece of shit, I'm gonna kill you. Joe's got a giant bite mark on his chest with a missing tooth. Good time. I kind of miss Miklo, too, man. Miss Miklo. Miss him. Hey, remember Mouse rode through here, too? Yeah, he did. We seen him there, yeah. He was going up to, like, Newberry or something. When you were telling your story and you said that you got rode out uh, after the counselor kind of gave you the wink and the nod, uh... I wanted to, but you were on a roll, so I didn't want to interrupt. But I wanted to be like, "Oh, dog cages again," you know, because you get yeah. rode out. The- I don't think you've ever been to dog cages, have you, Joe? The St. Louis? Yeah, they bring you there. I mean, after quarantine, and then they bring you. Uh, they bring you that. They bring you down from oh, or you're up in oh, you're probably like two hours away from here. You know what I mean? When you're we were at Oaks, yeah. so they bring you down, and then you ride back up. Which is crazy. So there's people I know in here that have never <laughs> been to the dog cages because they never left far enough from quarantine. You know what I'm saying? Just degraded to work. Yeah, Blaze says that's a that's a horrible day. Yeah. Oh, the first when, I, when I first when I first from quarantine, they didn't even have bathrooms, so you just pissing them off, fucking up. They had like a uh, yeah, they had these little hospital things, these little fucking Tupperware things. You just go into the corner, yeah. which there's no corner, you know what I mean? Because you're in dog cage, you just piss in that bit. Yeah. And there's like half of them are filled up. Ride out days are the yeah. worst. The fucking God. worst. You remember, yeah, you know what I was telling them, Joe? You remember like when you first get out of quarantine, you don't really know anyone in the dog cages, but when you've been down a couple of years and you go back in them, you always see people you know. You know what I mean? Right. When I first came in quarantine, I'd see people that knew everyone, and I was like, damn, these guys know everyone. Wonder when that... And then when you come back, you're like, oh, I'm one of those guys now who knows everyone. Like, people in everything, like, so-and-so's here, and blah, 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 and what's up, and who's up there, and I just left so-and-so. And you're like, oh, shit, I'm, a, I'm like an OG now, kind of, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a weird feeling. Yeah, because 
you get to know everyone, especially being in a big spot like this. And this, this spot's like a a hub, so you'll stay the night here, you know what I'm saying? There's people that'll stay the night here going way up north, you know what I'm saying? Blaze has had to do that. They'll stay, stay, stay the weekend or whatever. Yeah, so we get to see a lot of people. Blueprint came through, concrete, bro. Indio. Like, you know, yeah, Indio. So you see them all the time. And you could even bless them with, uh, let's say you have a plug on substances and they're going to a joint. You can be like, here, take this with you. This will make you a couple hundred bucks or whatever. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah. It's actually, oh, the slot Joey's at the best, man. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. There's a gang. Oh, I didn't ever told you this. You guys might find this interesting. There's this gang in here, or this organization in here called the GVGs, right? Gay Boy Gangsters. And I've never been around them. I've never been on a yard. Like, so for me, they're like Bigfoot. Like, I've heard people talk about them. And people I trust that say they've been around them. And they're fucking shit up. Well, no pun intended. But they're like, uh, taking care of business, beating the shit out of, beating the shit out of people. You having people. Skillet wants to make sure that uh, you know that he wants them to be referred to as a sorority. But are you saying that they're <laughs> they're like the leaders of stabbing and and stomping around the yard? Oh, it's emergency count. You hear that siren? Yeah. It's emergency count. I'm going to make them kick me off the yard, though. Everyone's fucking going in right now. Oh, what a wonderful fitting end. I don't know if you can hear me at all. Um, I got my ears plugged. I love you guys. Um, thanks for uh, uh, not just, like, listening and being viewers, but, like, taking part. Oh, they're just doing one round. Yeah, we all got to go. Thanks for, like, taking part in this little weird experiment we got. And uh, I know you guys probably feel like you know me, but I definitely feel like I know you guys, too. And some of you I do know. So I got to go in before I get tased. But uh, I love you guys. Have fun. And uh, Bye. we can do this again at some point. Bye. 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 Reach me through Cuzzo if, if I need something or if I need to know something. Hey, I'm going to hit you up later and let you know how many days I got, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's great. See ya. All right, bro. Love you guys. Peace. To learn more about Bobby and prison reform, go to notesfromthepen.com. This has been another Notes from the Pen production.